I'll give you a name to search who I've even been told by my dad. He calls me this sometimes because he's like, yeah, this is you. Search okay. your name Otis Dealey. So Otis, O-T-I-S, Dealey. D-W-E-L-E-Y. You're going to start, but you're going to first start. Oh my God. Welcome to the Lockdown Yard Podcast with me, Ed. And me, Charles. Where we discuss all things TV and film. We're not experts or people with deep industry knowledge. We're just fans having a group chat with all of you. So enjoy the show and see you in the Lockdown Yard, baby. When we were younger, Sister, Sister Act 2. Yeah. Which is actually one of my favorite films of all time. It's really it's a classic, wonderful. Man. Yeah, I love that film. But my cousin, older cousin, used to say I looked like that kid in the Kente hat. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Hotep hat? I was just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, I got to find that picture. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause the podcast. Hold on. What was his name? <laughs> you know what? Every time I go back and watch these old films, I just want, especially when I see the young actors, I just wonder where they are now and what they look like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I can't find them. Sister Act 2. Oh, my day. Sister Act 1 came out the year I was born, was it? No way. Just, re- just revealing my age here. Yeah, Sister Act 1 came out in 1992, so it's going to be 30 years old this year, as am I. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> What the other you bring that up? Sister Act 2 came out in 1993. Nice. They didn't waste time. Straight up. It's like the success. Mm-hmm. On to the next one. I like that. Another one. And another one. What are the odds you bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> ah, me. I don't know. I do. Whoa. I'm looking on Rotten Tomatoes now, and Sister Act 2 was hated by the critics. What? Let me just click on this. One second here. Take your time, take your time. We're all winning. Yeah, Sister Act 2 got 19, 19% critics. Only 19% of critics liked it, according to Rotten Tomatoes. That's terrible. 61% of audiences liked it. So, you know, as ever, the audience is right. I feel like every time you go to Rotten Tomatoes, you get pissed off. (laughs) Oh, mate. I get pissed off at the critic scores because they're just so out of touch. I think I've ranted about it before, but... I, I think you might have a few times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> yeah, critics. I don't know. I just feel like they're so out of touch, but they get access to all the industry and get to see films first. And those are meant those are meant to be the people representing our film views. And It ain't right. It ain't right. It ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> it should be me. Problems, <laughs> I'm out here fantasizing about my own wife. It ain't right. <laughs> Poor Turk. Oh, jeez. But the, mm. my annoyance with it is, you know, unless it's... It can actually do damage because unless it's a big blockbuster where people are going to watch it regardless, like, say, Eternals is a good example. Eternals released um, recently by... Through the MCU last year. Mm. It didn't... It, it was probably the lowest rated out of all the MCU films think got less than 50% at one point and if it wasn't backed by the MCU this whole big machine that you know you can say what you want about the MCU people are going to watch it anyway mm-hmm. imagine if that was uh, imagine that was said about um a low-key indie film 
where the it turns out the critics were wrong in my opinion about Eternals, but if it turns out they were wrong about a smaller indie film, and that's because significantly hurts you it know could. the viewership because on the smaller ones people rely more on critics to watch those ones than the big blockbuster ones because people want to know you know am I gonna I don't want to waste my time am I gonna waste my time watching this kind of thing so that's why I get annoyed at critics ratings especially when. I watched a film and I'm like, these critics were chatting nonsense, chatting mm, rubbish. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what they're talking about, man. <laughs> Damn, man. Ever since you became a critic, you changed. You changed. You used to be down with the people. <laughs> <laughs> now look at you. Sister Act 2 was a masterpiece. It actually was. Yeah. I found the guy, by the way, um, Ryan Toby. Okay. He's the guy I apparently, I apparently looks like. It's Sister Act 2. Oh. He I is 43 now. That's mad. He is 43. Jeez. Oh, snap. Yo, what's up, cuz? <laughs> you know what? We all have our doppelgangers. I don't have one, bro. Someone on this earth looks like someone else. No, no one is free from the reign of the doppelgangers. <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Someone out there must look like you. I'm, I'm sure... I am unique. No one looks like me. No one looks like me on this world. But this motherfucker, this is my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you looking up there. I'll tell you, I'll give you a name to search who I've even been told by my dad. He calls me this sometimes because he's like, yeah, this is you. Search okay. your name Otis Dealey. So Otis, O-T-I-S, Dealey, D-W-E-L-E-Y. You're gonna start, but you're gonna burst oh out. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 you're gonna itch phenomenally, my brother. Oh my days, this is you. This is you. Mind blown. Oh right? my, yeah, with the hair as well and, and the nose, <laughs> the teeth, the teeth. <laughs> No, for context, anyone who hasn't met my cousin in real life, his teeth are the shiniest you've ever seen in your life. The Colgate kid. The Colgate kid. (laughs) Bro, this is nuts. Nah, I'm actually jealous gonna have a doppelganger looks like this, man. What the hell? Don't worry, man. We'll put put out a word. We'll put out a poster. Please, if you look like this man, come forward. We're trying to find his his long-lost twin. Yeah, man. Let's connect. Let's do some shenanigans together. Let's do this, <laughs> man. I'm sure there's someone out there that looks like you. Don't worry, man. We'll f- we'll find you someone. We'll find. I mean, you I'm someone. okay with just being me for now. Like, uh, you don't want to share this. This town's not big enough for the two of us, kind of thing, is it? Yeah, this town ain't ready for two of us. They're probably saying the same thing <laughs> wherever they are. <laughs> like, I'm the only one that looks like me, and you're saying the same thing. The universe yeah. will bring you together, dude. You know what? This whole thing just reminds me of us, like the film. I'm not the doppelganger oh out there who's days. just there. It looks like me. And then they talk like this. What's there was a girl. <laughs> by the way, Lupita absolutely robbed by not even being recognized by the awards for that film. 100%, man. Not even a nomin, not even speculation about nomination. Like She was great in that film. Yeah, she deserved to be in the final shortlist, in my opinion. One of the favourites to win, in fact. But 100%. I don't know yeah. why she didn't get nominated, even. 
That was an amazing performance. She was creepy as hell. The things she did with the fingers and the hands, I don't know why, but that freaks me out every time. It's that little tap she does, like, doo-doo-doo. Oh, yeah. It's the way she was walking. You know the final kind of fight she had with her doppelganger? Yeah, the way she was kind of... <laughs> the way she was stepping side to side. And... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually kind of... Yeah, I knew you'd find that funny because I find that funny a little bit too. Dodge. Weave. Block. Counter. 2022, so I guess happy 2022 again, but in terms yes. of this is a Jordan Peele film year, whoop, we go again. We got another one coming out, yeah? Yep, it's called Nope. So this one is starring, <laughs> yeah, it's actually called Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The first thing that came to mind, that is exactly what every black person thinks in a horror film. <laughs> nope. I'm out. Nope. And that's how it should be. Why the hell are you going to go investigating? Why are you going to... Why? <laughs> Just walk, turn around, walk away, and live. God damn. So unrealistic. Jeez. But he's linked up with none other than Daniel Kaluuya again. So, Okay, okay. Um, you know, from Get Out. So that's, Get out oh, oh, this is a bit of a cast. Guess who else he has in it? I'll give you a clue, Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it. Nope, but who are we traumatised by? Who? Steven Yeun's in it! Steven Yeun, that's it. Oh, cool. I liked him in Minari. Have you seen Minari? Nah, I haven't, man. I've been meaning to, because it it was one of the front runners for for Oscars last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It was good. I think you should watch it. It's a good watch. It's a good watch. Dude, it's got some random casts. It's got Kiki Palmer here. I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, Kiki Palmer, Glenn from Walking Dead, and, and Daniel, Daniel David... Kaluuya. Nah. Wakabi. <laughs> Would you kill me, my love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Wakanda? Without a question. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know anything about the plot of that film yet? Let me get you the premise. It's a really short one. It's not no spoilers whatsoever. Actually, no, we don't, you know. All I'm seeing here is it's an upcoming American horror film. So okay, yeah. But you know, that's Jordan Peele's bag anyway. He's he's his, he's the horror guy now. So there are no details. No, no details, just that it's a horror. Uh, film. I, get, I, I fed you that. I fed you that. Let me try again. So there's no details. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> We'll cut it so it'll be seamless. Don't worry, people. <laughs> now nah, we're gonna leave that in. They're gonna they're gonna accept me for my flaws. All right. <laughs> We're all flawed. You're something. gonna love all of me. Not the good, <laughs> not just the good, but the bad too. All right. I had a Chandler I... moment. You stupid. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> to be fair, you picked it up very quickly. Yeah. At first, I was like, Nah, it must have been so obvious. Because <laughs> Charles was rattled, he was like, "No, no, we're gonna stop this thing right now." Wait, let's go back to the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just wind that back. And let's let's try this again. <laughs> Speaking of Black Panther, we just did quotes from Black Panther. Speaking of, unfortunately, it's been delayed again. So uh... it just it literally resumed a week ago, man. <laughs> like you know, after. 
production was shut down for a couple of months due to the injury to Letitia Wright. And they resumed mm-hmm. production. We were like, whoop. Why has it been delayed? Ah, COVID. Oh, COVID crap. outbreak. Yeah, man. Man, they keep saying we have to learn to live with COVID, but man, COVID's just not... Only in this country. So the UK has just said, yeah, COVID, we're going to live with that now. Mm-hmm. Other countries are still suffering, but because the media doesn't really talk about that much, we don't even realise, like, the New Zealand Prime Minister cancelled their own wedding because of COVID. So it's still mm-hmm. real out in the world, but I guess in the UK and I think in the USA as well, they're just like, yeah, we're going to live with this thing because when's mm-hmm. it going to end? Nonetheless, it's been production's been shut down again temporarily, but I think it'll be back up and running in a few days. But yeah, it's okay. just annoying because imagine we're meant to be having this film this year. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah, the, the yeah. crew are gonna have to put in some serious overtime if if they're gonna do it. I just hope it doesn't compromise the quality, man. Yeah, I think everyone hopes that. I mean, I know I do for sure. Um. Because this film's already been hit by the the death of Chadwick Boseman. Mm. So it's already been an uphill task. And then it was hit by several pauses to production. And again, I just hope the, comp- the quality is not compromised. So, yeah. Mm. I imagine it just comes out being one of the best like movies of the MCU because of all the work and dedication that's been put in through all this time. I'm going to hope for that. I'm going to hope for that. I like your positivity and I'm going to go with that. So cool. Mm. Staying on superheroes though, Batman has been confirmed to be around three hours long. Glorious. Coming out much with Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz. So I'm like, yeah, man, give that all to me, all the goodness. I want no, it. I want more, more. Exactly, more. <laughs> nah, this film, I'm getting hyped for it, man. I li- I broke my rule. I broke my rule. I listened to the soundtrack piece. You know what? I was thinking that. You sent me the soundtrack. And I was like, wait, have you been hacked? You've <laughs> never watched soundtracks before watching the actual film. I know, like, I know. I don't know what changed I don't know what changed me this time. I don't know. I was just like uh, I, I was so curious. I was I've never been more curious to find out more about a film. You know what I'm thinking? Yeah. You were broken by Heath Ledger's Joker. Well, that's the rule you're going to have to break. (laughs) I have one rule. Well, that's the rule you're going to have to break if you want to watch the film. (laughs) You know what? Fair enough, man. Because I, I, this soundtrack, right, it gave me everything I needed. And it's just the music alone. Like, I feel like the cinematography is going to match perfectly with this soundtrack. And it's going to be a great film. Three hours of this film? We're going to be good, man. You're going to be so happy, I'm sure. I really, really, really think this is going to be a good film. My expectations are very high. Uh, I just hope we're not setting ourselves up for something we don't want to be set up for. <laughs> oh, man. if you, you can feel my hype levels, right? If it turns out to be one of the worst films of the year, best believe you can hear about it here at the Lockdown Yard because I will be going in. But it is not... If it's not written right into that, like we did Wonder Woman 84. This is yep. Oh my (laughs) I heard today that Warner Brothers are actually so you know the studios actually view the film first in some internal press screening and then it gets released to the critics and then us. I heard today that they're actually viewing a four hour version of the film. So Mm. I think I heard something like that. Yeah. 
Is there a, f- a four-hour version? Of- Obviously, it's not going to come out to cinemas because I don't think... When's the last time you saw a four-hour version of any film <laughs> in the cinema? That's That'll never happen, but... Lord of the Rings? I count it as just under. It was, it was definitely under, even the extended versions. Really? Yeah, it was never actually four hours. The extended versions were three hours and something. I feel like you're right, actually, yeah. But to think there's a four-hour version of this film somewhere there, which we'll probably never see, it's kind of sad, but kind of cool. Cause... Hold on, we just forgot about one very obvious example of a four-hour film. Ooh, what was that? Justice League. That's very true. But that was broken into a miniseries, though. But it still counts as a film. Hmm. Very true, actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good point. I would not stay in a cinema for four hours, though. The thing is, that didn't come out in the cinema, though, did it? It came out on... Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that thing, that's the difference, though. That's why I didn't think of it straight away. Mm, because yeah. I'm not going to lie, four hours sitting in the seat watching anything, my ass is asleep, man. My legs are tired. Mm. When I get up, I can't feel them. My toes, they're done. Like I can't sit down for that long and watch something. Honestly, man. I saw one funny tweet saying, any film over three hours in the cinema is a hostage, situ- <laughs> hostage situation. <laughs> You might as well be that guy in that Clockwork Orange just doing it. It's like in the chair. <laughs> Did they hold your eyelids back? Yeah. Oh now you're going to watch the film you paid for, aren't you? Jeez. You run out of popcorn, that's too damn bad. <laughs> that's too damn bad. <laughs> now, you know what? I feel like, you know, I, I do like a post credit scene here and there, but mm. I honestly feel like the MCU does hold us hostage sometimes. Oh, yeah. As you know, all the time. especially So Eternals was one of the longer MCU films, right? Yeah. Then you could sit through two post-credit scenes and you don't want to be that guy. Obviously, on the first watch, ain't no way in hell we're going to leave. But You touch my seat, I'm coming for you. Don't, don't right. move me from my seat. That's we're right. We're done. We're done, right? But on rewatches, so when you go to the cinema to watch films for a second time and you know no way home i'm sure loads of people watched it a second time as shown by the box office numbers but the second time do you actually sit down and watch the post-credit scenes no unless it's a really if it's really good like mm. i don't know what i'm trying to think of a post-credit scene i saw tw- i know i know of one but it's just for a very stupid reason i stayed twice um it was spider-man homecoming <laughs> It, well, oh, I watched it for the first the time. Captain America, nonsense. When, yeah, the Captain America troll uh, post-credit scene. I watched that for the first time, and I was like, with a group of friends. But then an, another group of friends I watched it with, um, they hadn't seen that post-credit scene. So I was like, you know what? It's worth it just to see, just so they experience my experience too. So I stick, I stuck it out. I, I wait, I waited, and um, yeah, it was totally worth it. <laughs> You're not afraid of being seen as that guy who stands up early after Marvel films. No, because I'm one of the guys who's there on day one, almost at midnight. I've earned this. <laughs> they watched yeah, it. At, they watched it at seven after work. <laughs> I don't need to feel guilty. You know, one of my worst nightmares is you know how everyone just films everything these days and sticks it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. One of my worst fears is being in a video where someone will film, you know, people leaving a Marvel film early, and I'll be in it. Not knowing, I saw the film before your ass already. I've never I've seen, seen this post credit scene. I've seen, I've seen a TikTok like that. They just film people standing up after the film ended. It was Spider Man No Way Home. It's like, look at all these people. They used the the text to speech function. They used the rocket Ra- <laughs> rocket raccoon voice. <laughs> look at all these people standing up. 
nah, anyone tried to record me and then tried to like put me on blast on their video, I would scream the post credit scene to the top of my lungs and walk up because you tested me. You can't do that. I've done my homework. Honestly, man. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad we're seeing the Batman. It was, it was delayed as well, by the way. So technically we should have seen it by now, but it's in March because it was delayed from previous slots. Um, yeah. So I'm just glad it hasn't been moved because when Morbius was moved, I was like, please, no, please. But it stayed, so I'm glad. Mm. Are you looking forward to Morbius? <sighs> At this point, I'm just like, just show us the film already. I wasn't excited. I wasn't super excited for it in the first place. I was just like, you know, you just see it as part of the. It's a it's a superhero film, and we just watched them anyway. Yeah, it's one of them ones. Yeah. So no matter how much they delay, I'll definitely watch it. But it's like, come on, man, just show us the film already. Come on. Exactly. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Speaking of delays, what this might be, unless you have an. I think you can think of another one off the top of your head. This might be the most delayed film out of all the films in, in the pandemic. Actually, okay. tell a lie. There might be another one, but oh, okay. it's funny because there's one actor that links the two of these. Can you give it oh. a guess? Is it a franchise? Two different franchises, one main actor. Same main actor? Yep, same main actor. Uh, I'll give you a guess. One of them... Is it Tom Cruise? Yep, that's it. Mission Impossible. He, yep. You guess guess the other franchise. Ooh, uh, uh what the other one? What the Monsterverse one? Nope. This actually used know. to be your username on I think PS4 previously. It might have been. Maverick. Top Gun. Yes. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing the a trailer for Top Gun in a cinema like a couple of years ago, honestly. Where mm. is it? <laughs> Oh man, I forgot that was even coming out. Honestly, Mission Impossible 7? Yeah, Mission Impossible 7 has been delayed from... I thought it was 7 and 8. Yeah, 7 and 8. It's been delayed until 2024, is it? I saw. Let me just quickly Google Jesus. That, I'm like, jeez. This is... like, what, what do you even make of that, man? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's for that's like for future Charles to see, man. I guess for real, for real. <laughs> like that's that's so far away. That's impossible. Because you remember, I saw reports of Tom Cruise just going crazy at people on set for this was, and this was in you know the height of the pandemic. Just people mm. on set just being so ill-disciplined and not taking COVID seriously on set. And we saw one of those rants clips being released. The audio for it being released and everyone kind of memed it but yeah he was just going off at the crew saying he will not hesitate to fire people and whatnot if they don't take this thing seriously then people have made sacrifices oh did, did you not hear the rant no jeez was, you probably have but it's been so it's been so long you've probably forgotten it but it's very similar to the Christian <laughs> the Christian Bill Terminator rant uh, yeah I remember that one da 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 da, da. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell was that? I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> okay, do you remember a Family Guy did a they meme that with Peter Griffin role playing? Oh, what as the oh yeah, I remember as the crew yeah. member <laughs> and that Christian Bale was showing it. Yeah. Oh, Lordy, our kingdom. 
だったらだら。OK, that's been a while, but yeah, I remember it. It was, a, it, it was very similar to that. You should definitely,、mm. I'll send it to you if I can find it. But、send、Tom Cruise、yeah. had a, a Christian Bale esque rant on set, and they've just been hit by plenty of delays. And、uh, honestly,、mm. I'm going to quickly Google Mission Impossible 7, which is still shown in Google as 2022 release. Oh no, it's changing, changing 2023 now. Good job. And then, I guess Mission Impossible 8 is 2024 now. I'm like, oh god. I mean, it's something to look forward to. I don't know what、yeah. to say. I'm trying to find positive like, spins on everything you tell me.、Um, well, there's a good, some good news. Oh, okay, cool. Top Gun Mavericks slot, slotted in to come out in May, end of May. So. Hey, there you go. That's our birthday month as well, so. There you go, Top Gun. Oh, Hans Zimmer sets the score. Nice. Oh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> nice, classic. Okay,、Very、cool. So, we're getting something. We're getting, we're getting something from Tom Cruise this year. That's not too bad.、Yeah, wait, Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise. Some, wait, Sonic and Tom Cruise? Oh, no, we're getting something. Something. Don't、oh. mind me and my terrible American accents. So you said we get Sonic from Tom Cruise. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog from Tom Cruise? Yeah. yeah. You know, this, this wave of British actors going over to America and absolute, absolutely killing it with their accents. I'm not part of that. I've got, got some practice to do. Yeah, man, you can do it. I'm sure you can. Vigilante from Peacemaker being the guy from Harry Potter. It's blown、yeah. my mind, man. His accent is flawless. I'm like, geez. Man, you could, you blend in too well, man. Too well.、So、you're from good, where?、Man. From Surrey? Nah.、Isn't、you、it? don't sound like you're from Surrey. And I always get rattled when I see them in interviews, just speaking like they're, you know, just from down the road in、yeah. London. I'm like, damn, fair enough. I, I love it, though. I love it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, success is going out there. It's really good. And I love the message it sends to young Brits, young up and coming Brits、um, who are pursuing that career in this country. You can do it. Exactly. It does, you can it do it. It slightly means they have to uproot their lives and go to America, but. But you can do it. That's right. You can do it if you put your mind to it. There you go. Oh, my days. This next one, this next topic has been going on for years. But this is the, probably the first time we've had. Some sort of solid input from someone directly involved with the franchise. So, this is Idris Elba,、mm-hmm. is being mentioned in conversations to become the next Bond officially. So, you know, previously、oh, it's been、nice. like a fan, a fan campaign, right? Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. So, this time he's actually been kind of touted. He's part of the conversation to become、yes. the next Bond, according to. The executive producer for the franchise. So、mm. he's actually being mentioned by people involved in the making of the film, which is pretty substantial, to be fair. It is very substantial. That's interesting.、Mm. I've never, well, like, I, think, I think I've mentioned it to you, maybe. I've probably mentioned it to other people too, but Bond, James Bond franchise hasn't really been my franchise. I've kind of dipped in and out between Bonds, and I've never, never found that kind of consistency. But the one thing I've kind of noticed with James Bond is that he does ch- tend to obviously change in terms of the actor, but he changes with the times too. Yeah. Like James Bond goes from 
like a working man in the 1950s or 60s. I don't remember when, I don't know when these things came out chronologically, but from a working man to like a womanizer to espionage guy with um, Pierce Brosnan, I think. And then you had Daniel Craig then. And he, Daniel Craig was just like the most grounded out of all of them, I thought. Like he was very mm. brought up to modern times. So if they bring Idris in, how is he going to follow in that? Is they can, I'm interested to see where they go. Because I kind of like how they have to adapt the character for each kind of like period in time. Because obviously yeah. you can't be womanizing people like he was back in the day. I know enough to about Bond to know that back in the day, yeah. As the kids say nowadays, he would have gone cancelled. Exactly, man. I mean, have you seen the latest Bond? Still, no. I'm, I'm working my way through, bro. I'm working my way mm. through. Well, in the latest Bond, what you said is actually so true in terms of the womanizing thing because there was a character... The way the the way the film went, there was a character like a lady special agent who was enlisted by Bond and his team, yeah, uh, to work with them. And in you could so tell that in previous Bond films, this would definitely have led to them sleeping together, yeah, one hundred percent. But this time it was like, nope, we're just gonna do our action. We're gonna fight together, and you be on your way. I was like, hmm, interesting, interesting. Hmm. And they also introduced the idea of not James Bond, but the agent 007 not being James Bond, but being someone else. So Yeah, I heard talk of that at some point last year. Yeah, so in the film, Lashana Lynch, um, who plays... She was in Captain Marvel um, as Rambeau, Monica Rambeau. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was... She was uh, 007. In this one, she wasn't James Bond, but she was 007. I heard that much about it. Mm. I didn't, I even know I haven't seen it. I just heard that much. Like, that's yeah. why she was in the film. So, they kind of tease the idea that James Bond doesn't have to be double or 007 doesn't have to be James Bond, it can be anyone who fits the role, kind of thing. So, yeah, man, it's definitely been. I, I agree from Daniel Craig onwards. Sorry, before Daniel Craig, I wasn't super, super into James Bond, but Casino Royale which is my favourite James Bond film, period, mm. did so much for the franchise. It updated it, it brought in new fans like myself who mm. thought, oh, James Bond is like, it's a bit Tim burton at times and it's like some ridiculous stunts and whatnot. This was grounded as hell. It felt very Batman Begins-esque. It's, it's, it was really good and yeah, man, ever since then yeah. I was a fan, even though they had some weak entries like Spectre. But anyway, mm. I always I'm thinking now because of what you just said, this can make me think. Daniel Craig came in at a time which kind of rebooted James Bond from where it was maybe less than successful. It still had following, but mm. it wasn't as successful as it was with Daniel Craig. I think it was just attached to older audiences. It wasn't really bringing in anyone new. It was just like. Yeah. This we've this is how we've done James Bond for years, and you know we have the same old fans. So here, here's another one. But the Daniel Craig one kind of tore up the the script somewhat, mm-hmm. and I I love that. Completely kind of changed the whole like kind of feel of the game. Yeah, man, it updated it. It need it was in severe need of updating, and they mm. they smashed it. They knocked um, it out of the park. So for the reasons, so the reasons you just said, like it smashed it out of the park. And it's completely rebooted Bond to the point where he's popular again. People look forward to the movies like he did before. If they're at their peak now and they switch it to Idris, Idris will have to bring something completely 
different and new, but still keeping that hype there. That's going to be a challenge. I'll be look. I, I really like to see it, but I couldn't picture how it would be because I think most of the well, maybe I'm speaking from a very non James Bond fan thought process, but like Daniel Craig kind of rebooted it and re revitalized it to the point where he, that helped in the success of him being Bond and the Bond um, franchise. Will it just be able to do that? It's like that connect to that same kind of like hype level. You know what I mean? I'll be honest with you. Whether Idris becomes Bond or not, I honestly don't care. <laughs> I just want to see a good film. And I hear that. And I think I feel like when Daniel Craig took the the Bond role, he wasn't he was known. He was known he was fairly popular, but I didn't know about him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, Where has he uh, been in before Casino Rail? I didn't know about him. Oh no, he had been in smaller projects. Just, uh, I'm trying to think of off the top of my yeah, head. Yeah, really small projects. <laughs> It's Eclipse. That was a huge break for him. And I yeah, feel like I like that element a lot. Um, Idris is so well known. Idris is a phenomenal actor. Unquestionable. Mm. His, his, well, his American accent is a bit questionable, but he wouldn't have to do it for this role. So, um, <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, as I said, I've never really cared about Idris becoming Bond. It'll be great for him. You know, I think him personally, it'll be a great achievement for him because he it seems like he, he does genuinely want that role. But people have tried to center Idris becoming Bond on conversations about um, diversity and these things, and I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously. not really, I'm not really like saying there has to be a black James Bond or anything. Nah, man, I'm more into um, separate stories being created for. Um, a black secret agent and these kind of things. I'm, yeah. I'm more into that than saying, "Oh no, we have to, we have to come in and have a black James Bond." We must. It would be great if there was, but some people are like, "Nah, we have to do this." I'm like, it, mm. "Not really." No, we don't really have to. It would yeah. be great if it happens, mm. if it's done right. But it's not. It's not a necessity. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, whether it happens, whether it doesn't, I don't care too much, but I'll be happy mm. for um, Idris if it does Idris, happen. Yeah. This is a personal achievement for him. Mm. What have you got on your CV? <laughs> I'm James Bond. <laughs> 007. That's it. He's done so much in his career already. It's like, James Bond will be the cherry on top rather than mm. the foundations. So, yeah, man. Mm. Right. Let's get on to some scenarios for ya. Let's get to some scenarios. So, I've got two situations for you, or two questions. What? So, when watching a new TV series, mm-hmm. what is your rule for the amount of episodes you give it before deciding, yeah, this is for me, I'm going to continue, or, yeah, this ain't it. Goodbye, I ain't wasting my time. Mm. My rule... Do you have a rule, rules. by the way, first of all? I actually do. Yeah, okay. I do. I've tested it. It is is uh, <laughs> what is that line from Anchorman? Ninety nine percent of the time, it works. Some of the time, <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, but it, I always stick to it. Three episodes. Three episodes. Ooh, three. Three is kind of harsh. I know, but I break it down to how it normally to how a good TV show structures it. The first one establishes a lot of the the world. 
and the mm-hmm. characters. And the initial conflict comes as a cliffhanger. That's the first episode. Two is the follow-up from the big thing that happens at the end of the first episode. And then you see how those characters react to it. You find out if you even want to, these people to live or die, if it's like oh, that kind of situation. And then a secondary solution comes to... No, a first solution comes to the set to the first problem. And then it cliffhangs again. And then it just goes from the third one. If you really care about it that much, then you'll see the fruit of your labor. If not, then just move on. I, that's my rule. I found that actually works mm-hmm. most of the time. Fair enough. And to tag on to that, can you name an example of a show where it started out horribly? As in, so going up with your three-episode rule, for example. Yeah. Episode one was just trash. But for some reason you probably stuck to it and it was worth your time. Mm. Or vice versa, where the first three episodes were solid and then later on, they just let you down. It just didn't live up to the hype. Uh, okay, I have some that... I have a couple that... They started slow, but it didn't stick to my rule. But I mm. still stuck out despite that. One is the US office. I would like to change my rule from just season one. I ah, maybe okay. yeah yeah season one of the office US office season one was just like it felt like a copy of the UK one and mm-hmm. I can tell and I think it was still trying to find its feet and I still think it was still trying to find its feet up until maybe like the second or third season so yeah I'll say that one then it got better I didn't end great but it's very hard to stick landings with TV shows nowadays um let's see the other one you know what? I ha- I haven't actually watched The Office, and every time I say that, I get a huge gasp. Or, yeah, I I know, I know, I do need to watch it. I didn't gasp. It's cool. It's 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 a long series, and but it's actually well, a really good series. I can't see you right now, but how do I know you're not clenching your fist or something? <laughs> Damn it! Not he knows. He knows. He knows too much. <laughs> you know when you said he knows, it reminded me of the Vantalord. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> the battle. When, when women suspected um, that he knows. all men didn't have deep voice, deep voices. Oh you yeah. Know. So my voice isn't really like this. It's really like this all the time. <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> all men sound like this. <laughs> um, office, and I see the second one. Um, you probably haven't seen it, but it's also, it, we mentioned the CW shows earlier, but this one, I genuinely had no reason to go into it except for the fact that my friend swears on his like life that this was actually one of the best TV shows. And me and him are very similar to us. It was uh, Supernatural. Okay. I haven't seen Supernatural. That, yep. Supernatural, uh, two brothers who raised by a hunter, they become hunters themselves and they hunt, um, monsters on the road on, in their um, El Camino and it's very mm-hmm. cool it's very nice but they it, it did that formulaic thing where it was like a freak of the week each week was a brand new monster and it got repetitive but eventually they they they, they kind of came out of that show of like oh it's just a monster then you start bringing in like storylines with like Armageddon wait Armageddon Armageddon uh, the devil Judgment Day like pre- biblical monsters and they start bringing in it was just dope it, it sounds like Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something like that but like it was really good like it, it really showed me that the writers were like listening to the fans and they were like trying to mm. like something different each season 
So it actually got better and better. Okay. Yeah, it genuinely, and it ended really well for me. I I enjoyed it personally. Ele- Twelve seasons, actually. I think it might have been. Twelve. Twelve. Jeez. Twelve, and the episode count was like maybe twenty three, twenty four. Mm. So yeah, man, definitely I supernatural. See. So supernatural and the American Office. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'll get back to you on um, if there are any which were vice versa. So they started off great and then it disappointingly became trash. But in the I meantime, was say lust. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> That's one of your favorite things. So I'm not going to say lust. <laughs> no, nah, you can say you can say lust if you want. Lost. I was lost watching Lost. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> you know what? I the sad, the thing about Lost. Actually, I'll address Lost in one second. But I was going to say my rule is five episodes. Five. Five okay. episodes. I just think sometimes you just gotta trust the writers and give them a chance. Now, with that in mind, I haven't. I don't actually have an example off the top of my head where I've watched a show and it's been on episode four. And I've been like, all right, episode five is make or break. And it's changed my mind. I don't have that, but I just feel like five episodes across all shows is fair. It's like that. That is a very patient, especially mm. you, you said three episodes. Yeah, I'm no, very I'm saying, patient. I have been called a very patient person, but I would not make it to five episodes and still be making up my mind. <laughs> You've been called patient for your three. I think you're patient for your five. I, I, yeah, I'm definitely patient for my five, but you said you've been called patient for your three-episode rule. Oh, I've been called patient in general as a, as a person. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 that, that's just my character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, five? Five? Five, man. Five. I just feel like five is fair. If you can't get me by episode five, then, yeah, I'm sorry. But in terms of actual shows which have started off terribly... And gotten better. Hmm. I don't know if I've. Because the thing is, when it gets to the five episodes, and I think there's only one example, but this went way beyond five episodes. Yeah. And this was Agents of Shield. Hmm. So, That's a good example. Yeah. It. The first season wasn't great. No, it wasn't it, man. It was ABC trying to find its way, mm. like baby steps compared to where it went in the future. But the thing that kept me going was there's there's somewhat distant but close-ish link to the MCU because back then superhero hype was real. We had the Avengers. Coulson was back. I was like, yo. And we were desperate because you have to remember back then there wasn't much MCU content. Not as regularly. We didn't have Disney Plus. Yeah, no Disney Plus. We got like Two films a year, probably, and you were just desperate for any kind of MCU content or Marvel related content. It was like that Denzel meme. <laughs> we were starving. Yeah. <laughs> Them brothers are starving. <laughs> well, um, yeah. So that's what kept me going, and it genuinely got better and better. Mm-hmm. So that's my yeah, one, that's my one example off the top of my head for. You know, where it started off badly, but so I stuck with it. I even broke my I broke my one rule. So You're gonna break your one rule. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. That's a rule you'll have to break if you wanna get anywhere or something. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a half-hearted Joker attempt. This is why you do the impressions and not me. I can, I, that line is actually really fast. I can't do it well without messing up. I get tongue <laughs> That's the rule you have to break to if you want to save them. <laughs> them? I don't know the rest. <laughs> oh, oh, something. Um, the way you jumped after her. I remember that part. I just remember the follow-up before it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he just, he just loses it and slams it on the table. We're getting off the topic. <laughs> Listen, man, I can't help you. When we get into Dark Knight dialogue, especially that interrogation scene. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Killing is making it. a choice. <clears throat> Where are they? Choose between one life or the other. Your friend, the district attorney? I can't say it fast. Jeez. <laughs> Your friend, the district attorney? Oh, he's blushing bright to be. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Woo! <laughs> you have nothing, nothing to threaten me with, nothing to do with all your strength and ETC. And yeah. yeah, ETC, we're done <laughs> wrapping up. We'll be back in another episode. Oh yeah, fully. And yeah, back to Lost. Absolutely agree. Example <laughs> of a show that started off phenomenally, like. Mm. I still maintain those first three seasons of Lost, in my opinion, for my taste, are the best three seasons of TV. Oh I've my seen. gosh. I, I just remembered one. I'm going to hold on to it, but continue. Okay, okay. I got okay. one. Um, I, oh, I feel like, I have two, by the way, and I feel like the next one, if we, if our next one, <laughs> no way. might be so aligned, but. No, no way. There's no way. If it is, then we're catching this live. Heroes. No way! Oh my god! <laughs> no way! Heroes, I was baby. thinking, heroes was start off so good. Heroes is the blueprint for this question. Oh wow! Heroes season one is and always will. Well, okay, maybe not always will be because future projects will come. But is so far the best single season of TV I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like that for Peter Petrelli and uh, Peter Petrelli. Peter Petrelli, the save the world. Oh my yep. days, that was phenomenal. I'm different. What do you mean different? Different. They always say different. They never said powers, and then yeah. they showed the powers. Uh, th- that vagueness, man. Honestly, heroes. Hero Nakamura. Hero uh, Nakamura. Yes. Yatta. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, and Esther, that was so great. And I'll tell you what, the first half or the first quarter, first third, I'll say, first third of um, season two was just mm-hmm. as brilliant. Yes, yes, it was. That was the one where he went to the future and he found out that he there was a virus. Wow, there was a virus in the future. Jeez, well, every damn. time I hear that, every time I hear that <laughs> in any story, well, damn. Ah, yeah. damn. Ah, damn. <laughs> and he had to travel back to try and stop the point of origin. And the point of origin was him, right? Or was, I don't know. It was so long ago. Something yeah. like that. But then, unfortunately, as you know, happened to many shows, the writer strike happened. Mm, I and that. yeah, it just, it just didn't, wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. It was so. It, it, uh, bro. You know the part that broke me off? In season three, that that was my last full proper season of dedication to heroes because they took away Pia Petrelli's powers. The amount of powers this man was collecting throughout the whole two seasons. He had like 17. 
they took it away in one and they just nerfed him with like one they could use at a time. Nah, 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 nah. Wait, you mean nah. Peter Petrelli or Sylar? No, Peter Petrelli. Because oh, so, Sylar was Remember collecting he... powers by killing people to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but Peter was just like, I'm around you, so now I have it. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when he hugged his dad and his, hand just took, his dad just took all the powers. And I was like, I was waiting to see the finale for him to get his powers back. I was like, he hasn't got his powers back. He hasn't got his powers back. He never gets his powers back. Oh, yeah. yeah sucks, man. Uh, it sucked. It sucked. It's a damn shame what happened to that show because that first season it had the potential to be, it had the potential to be the well one of the best shows ever. So yeah, unfortunate. Yeah. Unfortunate. I, mean, I have another one, but I doubt you know it. Hit I'm me. I'm willing to bet you don't know it. Alphas. Nah, I don't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not that in sync, but still. Alphas, yeah. Alphas, I'll just give you a brief premise. Um, uh, well, just like ours, um, a special group of people who present each other. Basically, X-Men. Basically, X-Men, except that there are no people in the world who know about mutants. And this professor literally collects this group of people who have different occupations, different ethnicities, and they can all do different things. One guy is autistic. One guy um, is an ex-army person. One person is a real estate agent. It's all very mixed. It made it to two seasons yeah. before getting cancelled, and it had a very interesting premise because they broke it down in like a very nice way, like um, the genes, the missions they went on, the the what's it called the the chemistry between all of them. It was all it was all there, but I don't know. I just cancelled it. And would you say even if it, even in its cancellation, should I bother watching what what is left of it? I I never recommend people watching cancelled stuff. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. It's just, it's just, it's harsh. It's like, it's good, right? Yeah, no more. That's it. Fairs, fairs. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Cool, man. Well, I guess we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. If anyone has any scenario questions or, you know, questions that you, you just want to find out what our taste in TV and or film are like, then let us know whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, man. Just hit us up. We like answering these questions. And let us know yours as well. So, yeah. Yeah, let us know. Indeed. But until next time, we are out. Peace.